Welcome to the Growth Talk Podcast. In this episode, I am going to be reviewing the book, How Full Is Your Bucket? Positive Strategies for Work and Life. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Growth Talk Podcast, where we discuss business growth strategies, personal development, and leadership from a Christian worldview. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. And like I said before, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about a book I just recently finished reading, and it's it's titled How Full Is Your Bucket? Positive Strategies for Work and Life, um, written by Tom Rath and Donald O. Clifton. Um, so it's a pretty good book. Um, it's the type of book that this is. It's a self-help leadership business book. Um, it's not very long. It's a shorter book. It's got about 120 so pages of actual content and then some, um, extra pages in the back. Um, but it's, it's a really good book. Um, here's some information about the, the authors, Tom Rath. This is from the back cover of the book. Tom Rath is a global practice leader at the Gallup organization. He has led in the creation of assessments, books, and professional development programs, including the science, technology, and language underpinning the best-selling book, Now Discover Your Strengths. Tom holds an undergraduate degree from the University of Michigan and is pursuing a graduate degree at Johns Hopkins. He lives in Washington, D.C. And then the other writer is Donald O. Clifton, Ph.D. Um, He has passed, it looks like, 1924 to 2003. Um, was cited by the American Psychological Association as the father of strengths psychology and the grandfather of positive psychology. He was a chairman of Gallup, Inc., and he invented the Clifton Strengths Finder, an assessment that has helped more than one million people around the world discover their talents. He co-authored several books, including the bestseller, Now Discover Your Strengths. So he obviously co-authored there, again, with Tom Rath. But I think most, most of you guys might actually remember this, uh, The Strength Finder. Um, there's a book about that, and it's, a, it's a basically an assessment of your strengths. Um, I remember taking that years ago, so he was involved in that. So that's, that's pretty awesome. But kind of give you an introduction of this book before we kind of get into my opinions of it, and we'll find out if this book lands on my recommend, recommended reading uh, list or not. Um, so here is the um, introduction to this from the inside cover. This is what it says. It says, how did you feel after your last interaction with another person? Did that person, your spouse, best friend, coworker, or even a stranger, fill your bucket by making you feel more positive? Or did that person dip from your bucket, leaving you more negative than before? How full is your bucket? Reveals how even the briefest interactions affect your relationships, productivity, health, and longevity. Organized around a simple metaphor of a dipper and a bucket and grounded in 50 years of research, This book will show you how to greatly increase the positive moments in your work and your life while reducing the negative. Filled with discoveries, powerful strategies, and engaging stories, How Full Is Your Bucket is sure to inspire lasting changes and has all the makings of a timeless classic. When you first get into the book and you start reading, you know, it it lays down the theory of what the dipper and the bucket is. Um, And basically, this theory is the foundation of the entire concept of the entire book. Here is the the summary of this theory. Um, so it's basically this: you have a bucket. All right. So the bucket is, or it's a it's it's a bucket. It's a state of being, and you also have a dipper. Basically, you know, a tool that you use to either take or give, 
And the dipper can be used either to take from other people's buckets and fill your own, or it can be used to take from your bucket to give to others. You know, the metaphor is pretty simple. If you are constantly taking your dipper and using it to take from other people's buckets, you are slowly draining the relationships around you for self-gain. But if you use your dipper to fill other people's buckets, then you are pouring into other people's lives and helping them to keep their bucket full. So so really the main point is to be somebody that uses your dipper, uses the dipper to pour into other people's buckets and then encourage, encourage those people around you to do the same that you are doing, to constantly be filling other people's buckets. And basically if you do this, everybody is giving and pouring to other people's buckets. Therefore, in theory everybody is full. So you can kind of see the benefits of this uh, concept. It's not a very, you know, complicated concept at all. We should be giving of our time and our resources and supporting one another, loving one another, those type of things. Um, But I think in the end, it is something to be mindful of because we all do kind of tend to fall into the trap of getting caught in our busy lives that we really forget that it's not about us, it's about others. And I know that's kind of a common theme in this podcast, but I think this book kind of resonated as a reminder to me that that we need to put this back into our minds and be sure that we're doing uh, bucket filling and not bucket dipping. So, um, so, so really here's some things that, uh, that I kind of thought about this, about this book. You know, I really did overall love this book, you know, and like I said, the, the concept is simple, but it is something that we do neglect to pay attention to. You know, I found myself as I was reading this book that I was constantly thinking about all the my own interactions with others. You know, did I, when I was interacting with people, did I focus on like my own personal needs um, and take from other people more than I poured in? That was a question I constantly seemed to be asking myself. Like, was I doing that more? Was I was I not filling other people up, or was I there just taking away from them? You know. Thinking back on many of my interactions I had with people and self-analyze myself I, and how those conversations went, it, it allowed me to kind of reassess my myself and making sure that I was, you know, making sure I was filling other people's buckets. Um, you know, also made me think of those around me, uh, to be honest, that were constantly taking from my bucket and leaving me empty. Um, you know, those people that are in my life that um, just constantly are just taking and not really pouring anything back in. So it did make me think of that as well. Um, so, I, you know, I don't believe you should cut people like that out of your life, but you should put up boundaries in those relationships, you know, and focus on developing relationships with those that pour into you and that you pour into them. You know, to me, that is true friendship. You know, um, yeah, we're all going to go through rough times and we need, you know, people pouring into us sometimes and we're not, we don't have anything to pour into others, but then, you know, we're built back up so therefore we can pour back into others. So I think the concept itself is, is a good one. Um, again, not a very complicated concept. It's not a complicated book, but it is kind of backed up with just basic psychological things that we should be reminded of that, you know, every relationship is going to be a little different. And are we subjecting ourselves to relationships that are taking away from us, emptying our bucket constantly, therefore we don't have anything left to pour into others? And at the same time, are we taking willingly out of other people's buckets? And are we that person in that relationship where we just constantly take? Or are we focused on pouring out ourselves, you know? You know, if I look at this podcast, I think about this as that very thing. It's like as I'm learning these things, I'm wanting to pour it into others as well. I think that's kind of one of my main desires to even do this. I don't think this is, you know, I enjoy doing this. Obviously, there's some joy that I get in doing the podcast, but it is a way that I 
I be able to kind of use all my reading and stuff that I do to try to hopefully help some others along the way and at the same time build relationships with you all that then can challenge me as well. So I think that's a beautiful thing about this. And I think it, it's kind of what this book is talking about. So, um, so here are some of my, you know, favorite parts of the book or, you know, that I kind of really kind of stood out to me. So, um, so some of my favorite parts is this, um, early in the book, you know, it simplifies the entire concept this way. So the whole entire concept, very early in the book, you kind of get an idea about what this book's going to be about. And this is the, this is it in a nutshell. Everyone has an invisible bucket. We are at our best when our buckets are overflowing and at our worst when they are empty. This is directly from the book. Everyone also has an invisible dipper. In each interaction, we can use our dipper either to fill or dip from others' buckets. Whenever we choose to fill others' buckets, we in turn fill our own. You know, um, basically we kind of labored on this, but the bucket analogy is used to illustrate that people should always be filling other people's buckets. Another point that stood out to me is just, just one, and this is, again, right, a quote right out of the book, just one person can infuse positive emotions into an entire group by filling buckets more frequently. Studies show that organizational leaders who share positive emotions have work groups with a more positive mood, enhanced job satisfaction, greater engagement, and improved group performance. You know, this is kind of where it's getting into a little bit more of the meat of, you know, it's not such a basic concept anymore. We're now kind of taking this whole concept and applying it to ourselves as leaders, as business owners, as entrepreneurs and things like that to be able to help and infuse, you know, an improvement in those that we are leading. So this, the book does take a little bit of a deeper tone in how to, and in, in the effects of this type of uh, philosophy and this type of mindset and how that can basically help others in your organization. And so it does go a little bit deeper. So it's not just a, a simple book. And as much as I love another book, who moved my cheese? Um, you know, if you haven't read that one, pick that one up. It's, it's one of my recommended ones just because it talks about change, but that book is a very, very simple book on change, right? You can read that in probably, probably an hour or less. Um, this book is a little bit more in depth. It does go a little bit more in depth in the whole concept of the bucket and dipper. It's not just a basic story. So they do expand on that. So I actually do appreciate that. Um, another point I, I like, and this is again, right out of the book, we don't have to allow ourselves to be de defined by our hardships. Positive reinforcement about our strengths can buffer us against getting overwhelmed with the negative. And understanding what we do best allows us not only to survive, but grow in the face of adversity. I, I think this is this resonated with me because it's it's so true. Sometimes we get in our hardest of moments and we let that hardship define who we are. And it's in those moments too that you're looking for people that will you know, bring that positive reinforcement back into your life and focus on your strengths. And then that can buffer us against anything that is negative. And, you know, and understanding that concept, um, it does allow us to survive uh, when we have those type of people around us, but ultimately allows us to grow. And even though we're being faced with these adverse, these ad adversity moments, it allows us to grow because someone's pouring back into our bucket so we can get filled back up so we can begin pouring back into others. So it, I think it really brings in the value of relationships. Um, and I, and I think I, I like that in the book as well. I think it just does a great, great job talk, taking this concept, you know, and talking about this in a way that is not just this simple story, but something that we really should be paying attention to as leaders. Uh, number four of, of kind of takeaways was this, it says this, become the person known for in, 
noticing when others do a great job. Learn something new about each person you work or interact with. Create positive interactions with acquaintances, even strangers. Okay, so again, this is a great reminder for us because if we're going to be bucket fillers, when we go into our workplaces or we're dealing with our our clients and our consumers, what if we took that position where we really tried to focus on getting to know that individual, those that we work with and those that we serve? If we interacted with them with the, with the desire to get to know them, then we're focused on creating those those positive interactions with them that that we are able to then notice where we can feel them when they're struggling with something. We get to know them personally. And I, and I think this is where the book really begins to bring it all home and, and, and you begin to see the whole concept behind this. It's not so much that you are just going out and filling people's buckets, but by doing this, you're actually beginning to see true friends that true, true friendships and true relationships of those around you that are pouring into you and you're able to pour into them and therefore you're strengthening one another and then you're able to do the things when you come against hardships and adversity that you're able to go beyond that and push forward when you're down because you've got others around you to pick you back up. All right, so here is... Um, kind of my recommendation. This is where I land. This is this is kind of what my thoughts are. Um, and if I would recommend this as a book, or if I would put it on my website there on my recommended reading list or not. So here is kind of what I wrote down on this. I said this, this was a very simple read with a very simple concept to grasp. And given the way most of us are constantly busy, it can be very difficult finding the time to read while at the same time putting into practice what we have read. So given the size of the book and the simplicity yet profound principles found within this book has earned its place on my must-read list. There you have it. It is on my must-read list. Absolutely. I would recommend this book for anyone that finds himself leading others. Uh, business owners looking looking for a way to engage and encourage their team, and also for those that like to read but don't have much time. So this does come with the growth, growth talk stamp of approval, if you will. It does come with that. I will give it that. Um, going back to what I said, it's, it's a simple read. We're all very, very busy. It's not a very long read. The concept is, even though it's very simple, it is very easy to grasp that concept. But at the same time, it gives you just practical steps to incorporate this into your life. Therefore, you can build, help start helping yourself build better relationships and fill in other people's buckets. I, I do highly encourage you guys to pick it up. Again, how full is your bucket? Positive strategies for work and life. Here are some key quotes that I have pulled out from the book. These are the best takeaways, if you will, that I have written down. And I'm going to read through these and we'll wrap up. So here's one, recognition and praise. These are two critical components for creating positive emotions in organizations. Here's another one. I've been hearing a lot of good talk behind your back. It, this was in context. In, in context here, it's, it's he was talking about, um, you know, talking to employees and those type of things, kind of catching them off guard a little bit and saying something like, I've been hearing a lot of good talk behind your back. So I think it's a good play on words. I like that one. The number one reason people leave their jobs, they don't feel appreciated. You know, if you if you have a high turnover rate in your in your profession or your business or whatever it is you're doing, you know, chances are that outside of money, pay, and everything else, they don't feel appreciated. I think if you've been in business long at all, you will know that that's probably a very true statement right there. Uh, here's another one. Where productivity is concerned, it would be better for organizations if people are overly negative stayed home. Oh, 
See, this is where the book kind of gets into some really good statistics. And this is a quote from that chapter. Um, So I'll read this again. Where productivity is concerned, it would be better for organizations if people that, that are overly negative just stayed home. Um, Another one, negative employees can tear through a workplace like a hurricane racing through a coastal town. You know, this kind of goes to that bad apple spoils the bunch. Um, It's absolutely true. If you have that one negative person, negativity just breeds more negativity. Positivity is such a choice. It's a mental choice because there's a lot that we can be upset about. So if you allow negativity to fester in your workplace, trust me, it will grow and it will cause other employees to be dissatisfied with the work environment and therefore will leave. Uh, Here's another one. Most of us have grown up in a culture in which it's much easier to tell people what they did wrong instead of praising them when they succeed. In the book, they go into a little bit of detail about um, how we get test results, and it's always focused on how many we missed and not on how well we did. And that's kind of the way we've been programmed, and we carry that on into our leadership styles. And really, that's something we just need to be mindful of. We need to be paying attention to the positive things that those do around us and notice those things, and then be sure to be the ones to be able to encourage them and say, well done, good job, so proud of you, those type of things. Because trust me, the world has given them a ton of negative. The magic ratio, five positive interactions for every one negative interaction. He's talking about basically you need to be able to, to counteract the one negative interaction because the one negative takes, uh, you know, takes precedence over their lives, right? They focus on that so much that five positive interactions for every one negative interaction. So think about that. If you're giving five, you're, you're pouring into someone's bucket five times. So then when you do need to correct that one negative correction, you've, you've, you've banked on them, right? You've poured into their bucket enough where they're going to take that, that correction. But if you don't have that relationship with somebody and you try to focus on the negative, guess what you're going to get? You're not going to get them to listen, right? All right, here's another one. It would not hurt most of us to go on a diet consisting of more positive emotions and fewer negative emotions. Recognition is most appreciated and effective when it is individualized, specific, and deserved. To increase positive emotions in your life and others' lives, you must make a habit of filling buckets. In your own interactions, look for opportunities to give small gifts to others out of the blue. Maybe a funny little trinket, a hug, or an offer to grab a cup of coffee. So here's some other books that were mentioned in this book as well. Uh, Maybe you want to check these out. Um, I don't think I've read either one of these, but this was mentioned in this book as a recommended reading. So here they are if you guys want to check those out. And if you do check these out and you read them, hey, email me, post me in the comments, whatever. Let me know what your thoughts were on those and if I should read them or not. First... Break All the Rules, What the World's Greatest Managers Do Differently by Marcus Buckingham. And the other one is Follow This Path, How the World's Greatest Organizations Drive Growth by Unleashing Human Potential, Kurt Kaufman. I'll put links in the description to both of those books. If you guys want to check those out, be sure to do so. All right. In summary, here it is. My rating, one, being not worth the time, to five, being an amazing and on my recommended book list and they must read. I am going to give this book a Four. Four out of five. I think it's, you know, five would be like just everything about it is just great. There's a couple little parts in there that kind of like, okay, a little bit redundant. So I knocked it down one point. But honestly, very minor. Very, very minor. Highly recommend this book. 
All right, guys, thank you as always. There will be a link in the description if you want to check out this book. Um, It is an affiliate link, so I will receive a small little amount of money. It does help pay for this show. So I hope you guys enjoy this review. I hope you read the book. If you do pick up the book and you read it and you like it, please let me know about it. Again, this is all about trying to fill your buckets at the same time, fill in my bucket. This is a relationship. Let's get to know one another. Reach out to me. All right. In the meantime, remember to be bold, keep learning, and be relentless in your pursuit of truth. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Growth Talk. If you have a question or comment you would like to share, please email them to askadamtoday at gmail.com. If you enjoyed listening, please consider subscribing to Growth Talk and leave us a review. Also, in the description, you will find a link to download all of the show notes to the Growth Talk podcast. If interested, feel free to click that link and get those show notes. I think you'll find something helpful in those as well. In the meantime, remember to be bold, keep learning, and be relentless in your pursuit of truth.